Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have a fabulous guest today. She is joining me from England. Her name is Jennifer Crockard. She's a PhD. I read this information. Somebody sent me this email, and I read it. She had written it, and I had to get her on the show. So I want you guys to sit back and relax for a second. I'm going to read you this information, then I'm going to tell you her bio, and then we're going to bring her on. But listen to this. Many are in crisis, which can feel painful. You see the naked truth of reality as presented in this matrix, and you're also being presented with the truth of you. The difference between the external and internal truth is heartbreaking. Many no longer know where to turn, who to trust, how to cope, and how to continue on. This is humanity's dark night of the soul, and you light workers are holding much of the pain and tension that others are currently unable to. Their seemingly inability to process what is happening is not stubbornness, ignorance, or arrogance. It's a part of the divine plan. This process of evolution has to strip away everything, absolutely everything associated with all lies and distortion for eons past. It is part of the process of rebalance, and it cannot be rushed or avoided. Those who still appear to sleep are playing their valuable role too. That's really important, you guys. It is because of them that the depth of the illusion is coming to light. If everything had moved on six months ago, think what would have been exposed to be cleared and purified. Imagine the implications of that in 10 years' time. Time is an important factor in the cleansing process, as it always, or I'm sorry, as it allows for physical, because I have part of this cut off, to be made manifest. It slows down what is known in instant to a density that, cannot, that can be seen, lived, and transformed. You as a collective, which includes both the so-called awake and asleep, have ensured that the very bottom of the barrel has become visible. That had to be achieved, and the slowing process down other process, as you would see it, was crucial in ensuring that the light shone into the darkest corners. When revelations occur... The turnaround will be swifter than you imagine because the population who appeared sleeping were only waiting. They too were fulfilling their soul contracts. God, I got chills on that one. For this reason, feelings of animosity or anger or resentment or arrogance towards your sisters and brothers who appear to sleep is misplaced and keeps you locked into a them versus us mentality, a false war grid, an ugly aspect of the past cycle. You are all one and all vital. The process is an evolution, not a win. More specifically, it is an involution. It is a reorientation from the external to the internal, from power given to power owned, from slave to sovereign. Look inside to reclaim your sovereignty, your divine knowing, your divine essence. The fruit and seed of your divine essence is love, compassion, 
kindness, patience, gratitude, humility, collaboration, sharing. Don't look outside to others waiting for change, for relief. This is as futile as watching paint dry. It is a waste of the divine potency of this now moment. Turn within, master the qualities of your divine essence by living them every day as much as you can, and you will create the quantum breakthrough that you seek. The truth is within you. Now, before I read your biography, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. It's, wow. I mean, it's just amazing. Oh, my God. I got chills on that one, you guys. So this is why I asked her to come on the show. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this lady here. She was um, born and raised in Ireland. Jennifer obtained a degree in French and Italian, a postgraduate uh, diploma in business and a master's in so, uh, sociology of development before moving to England in 1998, where she gained a PhD in international political economy in 2003. But the reason uh, driving these quali uh, qualifications was the feeling that she didn't quite fit in and didn't understand how the world worked. Despite her qualifications, she felt unable to work in corporate world. So she con uh, concentrated her working life on working for charities and freelance. She is based outside of London, where her focus is on supporting the spiritual transformation of humanity through her work as a channel and a spiritual mm -hmm. coach. Welcome to High Road to Humanity, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a real honor for being to be here. Thank you. Well, I got to tell you something. When I read that, I just, wow. Now, did that just come to you? Was that channeled to you? How did you receive that information? Yeah, so um, I, every, <clears throat> I'm sorry. No, okay. Every week I try to put out a different channel. And normally the channels come from Ashan, which is a galactic being that I have. Um, quite a connection with um, and so what I do is I go I meditate and then I wait and I see what message arrives and then I just start typing and sometimes their message is a little bit distorted or it's a bit like I think oh that's not kind of it's not freeing when it's the right one when there's like this resonance that you go, and you know okay. yes exactly okay. it's there's a sense of freedom there's a sense of the truth of this resonates inside in me at a different level and so sometimes i tweak them sometimes um sometimes i just have to throw them out and start again because it just didn't feel like it was the thing yeah. um so this one came through just as you read it well, and the reason it hit me so hard is because so many people are upset that their relatives or their husband, their wife, their brother, their sister, their whatever cousins are asleep and they are upset that they haven't woken up yet. But this basically says they're doing what they came here to do. That's the thing. And it was a revelation to me as well, because obviously I'm living in the world. I'm surrounded with family members who equally are... Um, you know, doing the yeah thing in the arm and have yeah. a very different um, perspective on life than I do. And all along, there has been something inside of me that is very strongly felt. This is not a them versus us. We can't make it that way because then we're recreating right. the pattern that they have embedded into us right. to say them versus us. And then they've kind of won, really, haven't they? Right. And so... I have this really strong theme going through me. But when that came, when that channel came through, I was, I suppose I was amazed and relieved because I thought, oh, right, 
this is it. It's actually true. It's actually real that there is an element to this. It's not like that the divine in all its wisdom decided that 60, 70, 80% of the population were, I don't know, like junk DNA or something that <laughs> yeah. redundant or yeah. Uh, no, everyone is special and everyone is playing a role. And it is beholden onto us to honor that when it's mm -hmm. different. And I think in a way, if anybody is familiar with the path of light workers, it is the path of being different. And so we should honor that in others as well, even if that isn't necessarily seen for us at this right. point in time, it right. will become manifest. And I think there's, I, I've noticed a kind of a snobbery, not a snobbery, but a frustration. Judgment. There's a judgment. Yes, thank you. That's probably a better adjective. Yes. Judgment. Yeah. About why, why is it people aren't waking up? Why are they being so stubborn? And I really think there is something much deeper in this and that there is a spiritual truth that is yet to manifest that right. we will turn around afterwards and go, well, of course, that makes sense. What they couldn't have that. And, and this is a pointer towards that, that stage in the journey, I think. Well, yeah. And we're going to talk about that today, but the first thing I want to talk about, and I want you to tell the audience is how all this happened to you. It was June now, yeah. what year was it when this happened to you? 2001. Tell your story. Tell your story. So a friend of mine suggested that I go and visit friends of his who were spiritualists. And I was well on the spiritual journey at this point. And I thought, oh, yeah, okay. Um, always up for a conversation like that. And I was meant to go for like an afternoon and meet them. And it was almost two weeks later when I left. Oh my gosh. Yeah, seriously? it was quite unexpected. Okay. And I was sitting on their sofa and um, I, for some reason, I kept on thinking, oh, they have crystals and I wanted to rearrange them. And now I have to admit, I really don't know an awful lot about crystals at all. Mm -hmm. But I was, I kept on being, feeling drawn to these crystals. And so I would go over and I would rearrange them every 15 minutes or so. And it was very specific in my head how they had to be organized on the top of the dresser. And I was wondering to myself, what am I doing? And the answer came, you know, you're opening a portal. And I thought, well, that makes no sense. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I kept on going. And then after a while, the attraction to the crystals, it was gone. I, I wasn't interested in them anymore. And I noticed, I realized I can't really move well. And when I started to speak, I spoke with a man's voice. And it was oh a God. really deep voice. And um, you said it hurt your vocal cords when you spoke. Does. And yeah. really weird, he has, so this guy, who I later found out is called Ashan, he, um, he has a really great sense of humor. <laughs> and he used to love laughing. And to laugh with a man's laugh when you've no Adam's apple is really difficult. It hurts like anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this guy, so you realize this guy is in your body. Yeah, it, that's, I didn't know that was what was happening. All I knew was I felt so stiff. And they said, well, actually what's happening is this being that is much less dense than you is trying to condense themselves in. Now, clearly this sort of thing doesn't happen on a normal basis. This obviously is some sort of subcontract um, that I and he had for whatever reason, and I don't know what that might be. Um, but over the two weeks, because they 
treated this as completely normal. They were used to this sort of thing happening and they were used to people channeling. I wasn't. Um, All right, I'm going to stop you. We're going to go to commercial break, you guys. <laughs> I'm here today with Jennifer Crockett. She is uh, joining me. Where are you actually in England? I'm just outside London. Near, uh, outside of London. Yeah. She's telling us her story, and she has some information for humanity. This is Nancy Earle. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Earle. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Jennifer Crockett. Am I pronouncing that right? Crockett? Crockett. Crocart. Okay. My I'm, husband is Belgian, so it's okay, it's hard so. for me to pronounce as well. Okay. It's intuitive. <laughs> like, I just want to make sure. Okay. I'm such an American. Okay. So I just want okay, so you're at these people's house, you're in this room, you do these crystals, you open a portal. There's a man who is now, did you say anything to these people? Like there's an entity and he's entered my being, or what did you do? I'll be honest, a lot of it's a bit of a blur in some respects. Okay. I, I think I started talking to them and saying, I'm not really sure how I, I I feel very kind of tight, a bit like when you have the flu, nothing sort of moves freely. And I just felt like, I felt like I was trapped in my, like my spirit was trapped in my body. That sort of a feeling that you're immense, but you're all crammed inside in this really tiny physical density. And um, then um, I think... I, I don't know, they must have asked me some sort of a question that prompted him to speak. And that was when the channeling started to happen. And I know, 
I know if I were listening to me describing this, my first thing would be, well, weren't you terrified? What? Yeah, okay. right. Well, that's why I'm wondering, God. <laughs> yeah. And it was, well, it was because, because it sounds like a really scary thing, but the experience on the inside of it was, it was like meeting a being that was a cross between Yoda and E.T. So it was this innocence and charm and purity and beauty and wisdom and humor okay. all mixed in together. And I could hear him in my head. Okay. And so he was, he was. You completely... weren't afraid. You weren't afraid. He was a loving feel. You had oh, a loving feeling. This was, this, okay. was the, this was the nicest, the nicest experience of my entire life, I think. And oh because I think God. we all have that sense that, we are not seen and valued and loved in the way that we have this intuition we should be, that we, it's just nothing kind of matches that intuition that we have inside in us. Mm -hmm. And this was my literally first and greatest experience of being met in that way, in a completely internal way. Um, so it wasn't a scary thing at all, far from it. It was lovely. Oh my God. Well, so then what happened next? You, you start, you talk about when you go for a walk and you talk about that. Yeah. So, um, it's my understanding that he hasn't been in a physical body on earth, but has been, uh, he's higher dimensional. So he has a higher dimensional body, which for us, we wouldn't be at the time. I wasn't able to see it. Um, and so we're, we, um, we go for a walk and everything is exciting and magical to him. And we see, he, we see a cat and he just wants to go over and stroke. He's like, what's that? That's a cat. That's a cat. And it's like, if you can imagine E.T. and Yoda inside your head going, soft. And such excitement about a cat. And yeah. so thrilled by the whole texture and the feel and the, the okay. reverence. The experience. The experience. The, the, yeah, the tactfulness that they just wouldn't have. I suspect because I've learned since that there are some uh, galactics that don't have pets. So it would be a very different experience for them to see cats and dogs and to actually feel what they feel like and interact with that energy. Yeah. And he also saw fire and he thought, ooh, fire. And again, you're like, it's no, we're not touching that. And I could literally feel because it's I could feel him wanting to reach out and go fire and put and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm sorry, I'm drawing the line there, mate. I know what that feels like and we're not doing it. I will let you experience heat. I will not let you experience fire. Oh my gosh. Well, and how long this went on for two weeks. It did. Yeah, it went. And during that time, it's um, people talk about what it's like when you live in a higher vibrational um, lack of density and how you right. need less sleep and you need less food. And, and that all of that's true. I found that um, that I, I really wasn't that that hungry. I found that I didn't need as much sleep. And the entire world, it was my personal experience of being inside in the matrix, because I was suddenly able to see that there is a code, there is a meaning in everything around us. I'm sorry, I look into the side because I'm, I have this window full of No, trees. that's fine. Everything's alive. You saw the, you you saw it in a different way. Well, I wrote down, we as human, you wrote this, um, she, she wrote this paper and that's what I'm reading from. And that's where my information is coming from. And 
Um, and maybe you'll give us the link to that. I don't know. That's it. I know it's copywritten, but you say we as humans are jaded. We have been desensitized. Yes, we, we have. Uh, it's like blinds have been and a fog and then a velvet curtain around that again have been put around us. And so what it was like, what it was for me is we can talk to the sea and the ocean. We can reach out to that into that um that beingness and and communicate with that with that I want to say entity but that's not even the right energy word. maybe energy yes exactly mm-hmm. the trees every single tree leaf has a different shape and each of those shapes are embedded with a code that's to waken us up to a different aspect of who we are it's the same with the color of the sky the grass the sea everything is about sending us vibrations of love to awaken us and to dissolve the boundaries and the barriers that program yeah yeah. the boundaries and the barriers did you ask him about that why are they there and how did they get there did he did you address that with him talk about this I didn't I didn't you didn't uh, ask I didn't ask because to be honest in 2001 what I knew is very different from from what you know now yeah yeah there was and to be honest it was an awful lot there was I was processing an enormous amount of information. So that's just one tiny aspect of it because there was time travel. I was going back through past lives. I was slipping through timelines. There was a lot going on to try and stay sane in that process. I think um, I'm glad I did. (laughs) No, it's just crazy. And then you talk about, and I wrote this down, how wind has the message of love and how the sea has the message of love and how the sky is love and freedom. I just, that was just profound. And so you even say the water we drink speaks of love, clarity, forgiveness, and rebirth. It does. I mean, yeah. I mean, all these things were just amazing to me. So when your consciousness was raised, you were able to pick up on the vibration of the love of everything. That's exactly it. And then he left. And then my consciousness came back down to earth density. And it was like somebody turned off the color. It was like living in black and white. And, but it was, it was a horrible experience and it was a horrible few months trying to get my head around it. There's no, there's no sugar coating that. But I think what it did give me is an experience of what life will be like for us as we move forward in these new densities. Lighter. Okay. So this all happened to you 20 years ago. Yeah. This is the first show you've done. I feel so honored that you're here. I just want you to know that. No, honestly, I read this and I was like, oh my God. And it's taken a while for us to get her on you guys, but she's here and I'm so glad you are. A couple questions I have, why you were gone or why you were gone, why you were with, uh, why you're at a higher consciousness. You said you went to Afghanistan. You also said, I'm just out of curiosity. You went to Merlin, the magician's private quarters. Will you it tell was, us about that? Can you tell us about that? I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, um, it was sort of like a cave. It felt okay. like, and that maybe that's because it was in, because um, when you do these things, it's not like you kind of walk down, it. for me, it wasn't like I walked down a corridor and opened a door. It was, I was suddenly there right. and there was, um, the feeling of it was like a cave and there was 
um, things boiling, um, which sounds awfully stereotypical. I love it. I love it. Did you, I mean, so you jump timelines is what you're doing. You're in different dimensions. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I, I guess so. I, I don't have an adequate theoretical understanding. Okay. Did you was. see him? I Did you see him? Yes, yes. Yeah. And spoke to him. Um, oh, wow. And because the message, I don't know, maybe the message was or wasn't for me, but I didn't, um, I don't remember what the message was because I think that was more for the person I was with at the time. So okay. I don't have a clear memory of what the message was. I just remember the visual of seeing this, um, the room and the creativity and, and the, um, the, it was the energy of it that, that stood out. Right. How interesting. So from, so from that experience, then what happened after you, um, you know, kind of came back down to earth, I guess I should say in a way, isn't that crazy? I hate to even say it like that. When you, well, actually you came back to what, three or four D cause you were way up there in a higher dimension, but now have you done work that has brought you obviously back up? Cause we're going to talk about some stuff today. So, so tell us the transition, how that's worked. We it got about was- two minutes. Yeah, in, in 20 years and two minutes is basically um, I shut down and then I gradually opened up again. <laughs> is that I what happened? I, yeah, I, 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 I kind of pulled away from everything like that because it was so intense and, and it was an enormous amount to process. And I think for my sanity, it, I, I, it trickled back very, I, I kind of closed the door on it for a very long time, but I've always been deeply connected to spirit and soul. And that has always been that spiritual journey has always been the central driving force of my life. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't very long before I was journaling and, and doing self-development and working with it all again. And so it just over the years, I think, and, and maybe this is an important thing for everyone. I think it's just, we just need to follow our intuition. What do I do next? What is attractive, appealing, interesting, bubbly for me next? And that'll bring us to our next step, which then evolves our journey and our and our energy. It's really simple. Very well said. Yes. Hey, we got to go to commercial break. When we come back, she's got more information for us. This is really a, a great show. Make sure you guys uh, remember to share this show with everybody. And uh, this is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity. And we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hold your head high, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. 
And now, let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with Jennifer Crockett, and hopefully I'm pronouncing her last name right, and she's joining me from outside of London. And we're talking about Ascension, and I'm going to read you what she sent me, and then we're going to discuss. Uh, She writes, the role of compassion in ascension. There's a great deal of frustration within the truth or community at how slow the process is by their reckoning, but this lacks a wider spiritual context. Our egos are impatient, but there is also a deeper truth, a soul-aligned heart awareness for divine timing. Our challenge is to move into that space. How can we be compassionate, supportive post-awakening if we're not able to embody that before awakening. It is important to focus not on what, but on how, not on the wave, but on learning to surf. The wave will come, but if you haven't developed the deeper, higher qualities of the soul, you won't be able to ride the wave the wave successfully. That was really well written because uh, we have to go inside, talk about this. So um, it's my belief that, um, like you said, we, this is a journey on the inside and we're looking to the outside for markers for how we're progressing and how we're doing and for signs that, you know, it's a marathon and you've just passed the six mile mark and you've passed the 10 and there's a great desire to see the final line. But the whole point of a marathon, in a way, is kind of the endurance that you have to build up. And you can't keep looking to the outside for the measurements of how well you're doing. It's an inside job. And so I think it will happen. We will get to the finish line. But if we get there and all we've done is look at the markers on the outside, we haven't benefited from the internal knowing that we have mastered our bodies enough to move through all that process and in this in the case of the ascension journey when that wave comes the wave demands that we are compassionate it demands that we if we are to ride it successfully it is because we are doing it through our hearts and not through our minds that are looking for now and answers and retribution and i'm right and you're wrong it's because we are driven through the love and the heart. And if this is coming from the divine, then our guidance system has to be our heart, which is our connection with the divine. We can change minds easily. You see that with each new political party and each new government, they go, they argue one side and then somebody has a better argument for the other side. Minds Mm -hmm. change. We need a change of heart because when we change hearts, then we create lasting transformation inside. So uh, that's why I'm, firmly believe that compassion um, for ourselves as much as for anyone else is Mm -hmm. so important and will be so important when all of this comes out rather Mm -hmm. than us splitting into two factions of you did and you didn't right know thyself yes and then be kind when you do know yourself because i think most of the 
um, horrible acts on this planet from human beings are where we are trying to lash out from the pain of what we can't hold when we knew ourselves. And that's why compassion for ourselves and for all of our failings and our flaws is really, really important. Um, Because then we can have compassion for other people when they have those failings and flaws. Because we know what it's like. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then we become the healers for those who haven't got there because they go, oh, wow, you don't have to hurt others because you're feeling really bad. And it it becomes, it becomes, it becomes the do the being, not the doing. It's always about the being. Interesting. That's where the misery loves company comes in. When somebody's miserable, they want everybody else to be. And when you go inside and fix yourself, then you're happy. And then you're, that joy, by that joyful vibration goes out and it's just infectious. That's, yes, that's it. Thank you. Okay. So here, I'm going to read another one of her um, talking points that she sent to me, because this is so profound. I just have to say, this is so amazing. Awakening from inside versus awakening from outside. This is what we were just talking about. To be awoken by the EBS. What's EBS? The emergency broadcast system. Oh, I'm like, oh, what is that? I'm like, what? <laughs> I knew that. You think that's going to happen? Did they say that's going to happen? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't really. Um, Ashan is never talking about the what and the when. He's always about the how. It's always about us going in. He keeps okay. me focusing back inside. Go, so well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's, for example, is a much more traumatic method of awakening than coming into awareness through your own consciousness as an abrupt awakening can impact the planetary vibration level through the activation of fear, horror, shame, anger, and resentment, creating more emotional dross to be cleared. Slower and gentler has the advantage of being far more compassionate for humanity as a collective and minimizing the emotional clearing to be done later. And that's true. I mean, you know, you guys, I just really feel like there's a lot of people that are starting to realize that it comes from within. Have you felt this? I mean, tell me what messages have you gotten recently? I mean, tell me what you think. I think that there is an enormous um, subliminal groundswell going on. I think that people are getting ready to wake up. So it's sort of, have you ever woken up because the alarm has woken you up and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. what's the planet, what's the day? Yeah. Whereas if you wake up yourself, you just like, oh, okay, hello, right, it's morning. It's much more gentle. And I think a lot of what's been happening has been to facilitate that process as well in order to minimize shock and trauma. And I think where we are at the moment is that there is this groundswell, very subliminal, quite unconscious, where people are going, it just doesn't feel like everything's right. And they're, they're knowing something, there's something's different, but you can't put your finger on it. And everything has changed. And will it go back to the old? But maybe it won't. There is, it, it's, it's hard to put into words this, And it's like that, just that pre-dawn, just before you wake up naturally. So I think that then when you wake up, when the alarm goes, because you're kind of coming back to down to earth and you're kind of waking up and coming Mm -hmm. out of your dream state, it Mm -hmm. 
it'll be much easier because you're half awake anyway. It was just, it was at an unconscious level. And that's why I kind of think that there's something, a greater intention behind the pace of this and the, what some truthers are calling the sleepers. I, I think they're performing a, a role in and of themselves um, that we can't diminish because we don't know enough to. We right. think we do, but we don't. But we don't. And you've been awake for a while. And as you talk about this, I think about the book I wrote six, seven years ago, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. And you guys, this was a long time ago. And I woke up a while ago. And that's why I'm to the point that I am now. But I was supposed to, so I could be here to interview people like you. So we all have a, it's interesting how it works. I mean, I look back now and I think to myself, as she's saying this, I'm thinking, I wrote this book all these years ago telling people, but it took this long before the majority, or I, I don't even know how many people are awake right now. I mean, what do you get? What kind of downloads do you get on that? Uh, I don't get figures. Or you don't get figures or are, like, do you, well, okay. Do you get, you, you, you said before the show um, that you wanted to talk about the great unknown and the sense yeah. of frustration. Talk about that. I, I think that at the moment, um, I think there's a lot of frustration in the light worker community um, oh. and wanting, wanting um, information drops and wanting to know what's next and that's a bit like the markers on on the on the marathon journey you know you want to know am i at five miles am i at 10 miles mm -hmm. completely and utterly um reasonable to find, try and figure that out and um, because it gives you a sense of how far you still have to keep going mm -hmm. but there is a rite of passage in being able to go into the unknown and not know what's happening and by doing that, you have surrendered the brain's sense of control and ownership okay. of your environment and said, I trust that my heart will guide me. I trust that my soul and my intuition and my heart are all aligned enough for me to get through this next period without having an exact date or without knowing exactly what's going to happen, even though I sense and know that something will. And so that yeah. knowingness is that intuition. And I think and it is that inner knowing that we need at the moment to cope with this, what seems like a great vacuum on the outside, because right. we just don't know what's next. That's so funny. Well, no, it's true. And, and that is going inside. And um, I call it creating balance, creating balance on the inside when you're connected to the divine. And we'll talk about this on the last segment. What I always tell the audience, and I want to know your opinions, I talk to God every day. I bring in the light every day. I pray every day. It's something I do. God's my life. It's what I do. I say I work for God and I do. Yeah, me, me, you, me both. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. And that's, and that's the most important thing is God. The most Absolutely. important. Yeah. And there are times, and you're exactly right, where it's like, oh, I just want to know. But we're not supposed to know, are we? No, because if we were to know, we would be robbed of the experience and the uh, of, of going into the unknown and knowing we can do it. It's like you're, you can tell your child what it's like to leave home and to pay bills and to make food and do the shopping. Mm -hmm. But you can't go out there, pay their bills for them, do the shopping for them, make the meals for them when they've moved out you would be robbing them of that experience. So right. you have, we have an understanding of what that is and of what we, where we are, but I think it's, we have to go through it and it can't be done for us. We have to 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just- interesting. Interesting. All right, you guys, we're going to go to commercial break. This is Nancy Yerald. I'm here today with Jennifer Crockett. She's joining me from outside of London. We're talking about raising the consciousness and we're talking about how everything's going to be different. Maybe on the last segment, we'll talk about what it's going to be like when everything changes. This is Nancy Yerald. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy. You're out. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here with Jennifer. We're talking about what's going to happen with humanity. I asked her to ask Ashan what we needed to hear. And so she paused and connected with him. And here's the message. 
So he said, of course, it has to be love. Um, because, okay, we're going through a turbulent time, but this is an ascension. It's an evolution of who we are and who we are at our essence is love, even if that has been clouded over and distorted and hidden from us. So everything that we do, if we can relate it back to, is this loving? And not in a twee, uh, happy ever after way, but in a, coming from a place of love. And that doesn't mean we have to be always nice. Sometimes we have to um, deliver truths that are a little hard um, for somebody else to hear. But is it done from a place that's done from love and the heart? Or does that come from the, the ego and the mind and wanting to prove something? They're very different um, aspects of and, and very different dimensional expressions. And vibrations. And vibrations, exactly, of that concept of love. Mm. But the road forward, as, as I understand it, um, is one where the world is your family, where you meet people and you're not, more, you're not at, in that state. We have a state of constant slight apprehension. Right. Is this person trying to, trying to um, it, are they trying to get something from me? Is that a fair price for paying for this thing? Can mm -hmm. I go to somewhere else? Are they going to take my parking spot? I know. <laughs> next in the queue? Why are you going before me? Oh no, they've got the best cake and I'm now going to have to leave the bakery without the cake that I wanted. All oh my God. <laughs> very tiny levels of apprehension that we have that surround our entire day. Will I get mm -hmm. onto the bus or do I have to wait in the rain for the next bus? All that sort of stuff. And, it's going to be, slowly, the process is that we move to the point where none of that matters because we're all working for each other. We're all coming from this altered, higher vibration, this final. It'll be like we all can relax. We'll all be slightly doped. Lightly doped. I love that. Well, no, I mean, seriously, if you weren't, if you didn't have to worry, you know, that somebody was going to cut in front of you or... You know what I mean? Or not be honest. Or I think that's my biggest thing is honesty. You know, people aren't always, I am, but people, I mean, I'm not perfect. I mean, we all tell white lies here and there, but it'll be different where we'll be more coming from a loving space is what yeah. you're saying. And you'll feel like you can trust your own life. Yeah. I think a lot of us feel like we can't quite relax and trust our own life and that we're in the right place and doing the right thing yeah. and with the right people. And mm -hmm. as we expand, expand beyond this great unknowing, we will discover we are in the right place. We can trust ourselves. And to our amazement, we can trust others too. And right. that will bring such an ease and grace to daily life that it will be transformative. Ethan Grace, those are the key words. Now, did Ashan know you were coming on the show today? Yes. Oh my gosh! Did you ask him if it was like, what do you think, Ashan, or anything like that? Uh, I love no, it. No, I asked. I said, um, I said, let me know what you want out there. I surrender. <laughs> it's like there's a hole in my head, and I go, right, you pour in, and I will let it out. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I want to talk about you a little bit and the work that you do. Um, you have a website, or talk Thank about you. yourself, promote yourself, please. Oh, thank you. Yes. So I um, I have a website which has the very uh, convoluted name of Jennifer Crocart, uh, which is tell it for everybody. Yeah, it's, so it's Jennifer, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R, Crocart, which is C-R-O-K-A-E-R-T okay. at yahoo.com. Uh, no, sorry, that's the... That's your, 
No, that's okay. What's your way? So your website is your name, jenniferkrokart.com. Jenniferkrokart.com. Yes. Okay. Okay. And no Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> no Yahoo, you guys. All right. And then what kind of work do you do? Like, so do you do I, readings and stuff for people I or do. what do you do? Okay. Yeah, no, I do sessions. I do one-to-one sessions with people. Yeah. Um, I do a, I have um, several offerings. I do a message or a channel that's um, on my website every week on average it's about every five to seven days I do one and okay. um, I offer free ebooks there's lots of um, ebooks on there as well um, for people to download one of them is called what we feel we heal which was a book I tried to write three times and couldn't on my own and eventually gave up and said to Rashawn like I, I give up I can't do it do you want to take over and then it flew. It came out perfectly. And oh it's a really God. lovely book because when you read it, I always think, you know, the vibration of a book when you read it, if it kind of makes your head tingle and you feel ooh, slightly spacey with it, mm-hmm. I think that means it's lifted your vibration. And when I reread it after I had typed it all up, I thought, yeah, that does that for me. Wow. So I hope that will do that. for. And the name people. of it again is what we feel, what we, we feel. feel. We heal. I love that. Yeah. Well, and I always know I'm getting a download when it tingles like that. The angels yeah. are giving me a download. And I tell yeah. people that when I do readings for them. Well, and so you do readings and you write. And so, I mean. I'm about to launch a um, children's book very soon. It calls The Water Angel. And it's all about the, it's basically taken from my experience of speaking with the water when um Ashton was with me 20 years ago and how intelligent water is and we completely undervalue it but this is told through the eyes of two little girls um who drink some water and suddenly realize how magical water is and how it doesn't clean you on the outside it's cleaning you on the inside emotionally mentally physically if we just bless it by blessing our water, we are transforming not just the water, but our planet and our bodies. And we are lifting it all to a higher vibration. Oh my gosh. So we should bless the water before we drink it. Absolutely. We change it completely by blessing it. Completely. And that's just, just saying, you know, God bless the water and that's it. Anything, it's just love, bless The intention. Anything. Yeah. It's whatever resonates with you. Wow. Um, it's all about the intention. Wow. Um, and then I also do um, one-to-one sessions. I do group sessions sometimes as well with friends. Um, and it's all about helping people who are already on the path. And, you know, sometimes you kind of feel like they just need something to move to the next. There's right, something. right, right. It's that. It, it's a kind of giving that little bit of a boost or a lift when, you mm-hmm. know, you just need a little tiny bit to get over and then you're on to the next level or not okay. the next level, but, you know, the next part. Yeah. You, the next expression. No. Exactly. No, I know. I, I hear you. Well, what's going on right now where you are? I mean, how are things? Are are people waking up there? Are you seeing? Are, are... It's slowly starting to get there. It's very slowly starting to get there. Thank goodness. Um, okay. It's been, I think, I think since the um, week our masks came off on the 19th of July, oh. I think that's been a great relief to an awful lot of us who are sitting there thinking, why are we living in this weird matrix? Now, have you ask him about that have you asked Ashan about that um no it's not I don't really tend to ask him questions I tend to ask him what do you want to say um ah, which, okay uh, okay which means that whatever comes out is what he has thought is good for humanity rather than answering my questions oh. and as you're asking me these questions and you say oh have you ever asked him that I kind of go 
do you know, I haven't, but I don't, I don't kind of ask him day to day stuff. Um, yeah. I, I kind of, I don't know. I suppose maybe it's part of me living my own life and making well, my own yeah. decisions kind of um, separating it a little bit yeah, in, in some ways. And maybe, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should ask better questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. Now, since this happened to you over 20 years ago, I mean, this has changed your life. Um, your family. I mean, what what is everybody? Has this been such a positive thing for you? I would imagine, or has it been difficult? No, it's it it, it blew away a lot. I was married at the time it happened, and that relationship that ended, oh. and um, I was then single for another decade. And um, I have four brothers, and some of them know about this, and some of them don't because oh, it's just wow. not the way they. The, it's not their vibration or their interest and um, okay. so it's um yeah no it, it's not a thing actually to be honest the people closest to me know the least about it it's more it's more people who have just somehow serendipitously come across my channels yeah um, because they might ironically my clients are the not clients but the people who come to me and and um, honor me by thinking that I have something to share with them. Or well, you do, shop. you They're do. All over the world, from yeah. like Romania, Russia, Mexico, the U.S. I- I'm staggered by the the geographical spread. Yes, and I'm gonna. Yes, you know, it's really weird that you would say this because the people that are closest to me don't care so much that I, what I do. It's the weirdest thing. Oh, that's but such the a pe- yeah, no, but all I have people from all over the world. I mean, Australia and Switzerland, and I do readings for people all over the world. And like, even my kids were like totally oblivious to really what I do. You know, they don't watch my show. It's just the weirdest thing. And, you know, but the people, like you say, the people who resonate and, and are supposed to be and we're supposed to help come to us. And it is, it's all the outside. It's almost like, and I'll just say this really quick, we're kind of by ourselves. It feels like it. It really does. And and I think that's maybe where we are on the part of it. It's a known trip. We're trusting. Yeah. Because I know, I'm sure for you, it's the same for me, uh, or how I feel might be reflected in you. It's this unshakable knowing inside in the core of who you are, that this is who you are, and this is what you're here for. Yes. And so regardless yeah. of what the close those closest to us think about it matter yes yes doesn't matter we have to be us because there is no other alternative it's uh and i think a lot of the audience feels that way and then we'll get out of here is there it's right here in my gut and it's it's the passion of knowing that this is the time for us to connect to god what do you want to leave us with today i just i hope you'll come back again this was so much fun it was so great to meet you thanks for coming on anything that you'd like to to leave us with i would i would leave with um and this is a message that ashan is constantly giving people when we have sessions um which is be gentle with yourself trust that you were doing a far better job than you think you're doing that all that ego, blah, blah, blah. and I need to hear this for myself. I'm not saying I've got sussed at all. I haven't. And right. um, we we're, we're 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 far too critical and hard on ourselves. And he is always saying, trust yourself and trust your intuition and be gentle. You're doing the best you can. You really, really are. And there's nothing more that you need to do than to keep on waking up every day with that commitment to be aligned. 
and then do the best you can through your day with that alignment and that commitment. And sometimes it's really sharp and clear and sometimes it's as fuzzy as fog and you don't (laughs) know which way you're going. But trust that in the big picture, you're rocking it. Yeah, I love it. Oh my God, what a great message. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. It's been such a pleasure. Uh, Awesome. Hey, you guys, this is Nancy Uralt. Don't forget to check out my website. If y'all want a psychic reading, go to nancyuralt.com. Click on the book button. You can can, um, pick out your date and time. And um, thanks for coming on. And thanks for everybody watching. We will see you next time. Everybody take care. Bye-bye. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal